Hi everyone and welcome back to episode four of the Wake Up Podcast with me, Aisha. And me, Lucy. Today we have a very fun episode planned. We have decided to talk about one of our favourite things that we both love, which is films and our favourite films of the decade. of the decade because obviously we're yeah. in 2020 10 years of this yeah. game so we yeah we to start this year out good but obviously it ain't started out that well so we're like why don't we look back on some good things in the past 10 years instead of focusing on 2020 because she she kind of messed up a bit you know a little bit <laughs> but um before we start how are you um i'm all right same old same old not too bad have you been doing anything um literally this week i've been so lazy i've literally not done anything usually i have driving lessons and stuff but um she cancelled on me this week because how dare she i know i'm actually fuming people had tests but yeah i need to get back on my driving because being in lockdown and not being able to go anywhere without my mum is a bit yeah, you know, no, idea, no. I'm happy I have my car. I'm so lucky. Yeah, I'm so lucky. I mean, it's not really go that, that far out or anything, but yeah, I'm all right. I've been working a lot, you know, your representative. I won't say what the company I'm working for just because you know, I don't want to get told off for like you know, copyright, I don't know, copyright, or whatever. But um, I'm working at a supermarket, so that's been interesting in lockdown. It's crazy i'm like i i tell people what to do because <laughs> i'm a team leader so Ooh, that's God. interesting wow. interesting experience at the gym yesterday as well oh yeah what happened just God. there's a person that i bumped into that i went to school with apparently i like i recognized him after a while but like they're completely different and i was so shook okay um i can't remember i don't like i know who, who his name is but i can't remember his last name or anything but i swear to god like he's grown so much and like yeah he looks completely different i was shook nice. it was a very it was a very interesting experience yeah and i was i was i was just trying to get in and out but it was really nice so that's yeah a- that's nice it must be weird as well especially for you because you moved away to go to uni to see people like mm. back home and stuff yeah it's really strange like there's someone else at the gym that I go to that um like I went to school with him but like he's a couple of years older so I don't know if he'd recognize me and we've not said anything to each other which is weird like starting to see people like you know and going to shops and seeing people you know and you're like oh this is strange Mm -hmm. so strange literally so weird anyway I'm good I'm good that's good both good i'm glad so let's jump straight into it i guess um so we've we haven't both... really got much of a structure have we for this no it's a bit of a mess as per usual <laughs> but you know it is but we've, it is. we've tried to get 10 films each but we've again failed at that mm. <laughs> i've got too many and you've got not too enough little. yeah yeah do you know what it is though my memory's terrible like I yeah, can't remember same. half the films that I've watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I messaged my friend Kira who reveal, uh, reviews films and I was like, send me your list. Because we usually go to the cinema together. So a lot of her list will be things I've seen with her. Mm. 
And then also I Googled the best films of the last decade. <laughs> like I needed to refresh myself. I couldn't remember anything. Honestly, yeah. no, I did the same. I've definitely got some, as well for me, it's not necessarily films that were, were released in the past decade, but it's ones that I watched in the past decade. And like, Hang on a minute, that's cheating. That's no, cheating. listen, listen. listen I'm, no, 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 that's cheating. <laughs> After films from the last decade, you're cheating. Why are you lying? I was struggling, man. I was really struggling because I have, yeah. there's so many films I haven't watched, like looking, researching oh. videos. Yeah, yeah, it's one film that I know would be on this list because I know how amazing it's meant to be is Moonlight, but I haven't seen it, so it kept coming up again and again. So that's a film that I always go, yeah, I'm going to watch it when it comes out on Netflix or when it's going to be on this, I'll watch it. I swear it was it's on Amazon or something. Uh, I think it might be on something now or it was, and I missed it. So I need to watch it. It's so good. I, I I did watch it. I watched it illegally, like. A couple of weeks ago. Uh, ah, uh, listen, we broke out here. I've literally, you know, what I mean, employed. But <laughs> and nah, it's so good. I highly recommend it. It's actually on my list as well. So, yeah. Okay. Recommend. Cool. How do you want to do this? Um. Let, let's. I think we should take it in turns. Mm. To speak about the film that we think is like in the top 10 and then if you don't agree you can argue against why you don't think it should be in the list okay a debate let's go okay my first film and it's at the top of the list i don't know if you know which one this is gonna be can you take a guess um one of my favorite artists oh my god look the brain cells (laughs) the one brain cell is just stressing when I think of your favourite artist, I think of Post Malone, and I'm like, was he in a film? I actually, he was in a film, but not, not, not him. Okay. Um, a Star is Born, that had Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga in. Cool. Um, it's a remake, because there's like three of A Star is Born now. They, they remade it a couple of times. Barbara Streisand was in one of them, I think. Anyway, so that is on my top tier of like the best film of the decade because like I think of that film I get emotional mm. that's how attached I am to that film like it's such an incredible story if you don't know what the story is it's basically about two artists one artist who's already really famous and one artist who's working like you know working I think she works in a hotel or a restaurant and you know she's not getting recognized and they meet and basically, you know, they start a relationship together. She starts to get famous. They sing together. It's like a love story um, entwined with like the industry and how it affects them. And oh God, it's, there's like alcoholism in it and all sorts. And it's just a really powerful film. And Trigger Warning for the End uh, is, um, how to say it without revealing it. There are mentions uh, of suicide in it. Um, but oh my god what a powerful film it is um amazing I just and it was Bradley Cooper's first film he ever directed so I was just yeah and he learned to sing and play the guitar for it as well so like talk about like going the extra mile Mm. like they ain't doing like High School Musical 1 Troy Bolton like ain't singing his own song you know what I mean (laughs) literally that's mad because didn't that film win like a bunch of awards as well oh yeah their chemistry is so good like to the point where people like in the media are like trying to stir like that lady gaga and bradley cooper were together and stuff but like no we just really like love each other as friends and we really appreciate each other as artists 
but their chemistry just was so good in the film. Amazing. They, I think they performed at the Oscars. Uh, they performed their song. So good. I just, yes. words cannot describe how good that film is, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. Man, I still need to watch it. It just looks so good, though. You need to watch it. I'm so, I've got the vinyl and everything. I'm like... Yeah. Is it, is it like a musical? It's got loads of different songs in it. It's not a musical, but because the song's about artists, it has got songs in it. Mm. I don't think you class it as a musical um, because, yeah, so they, they wrote, I'm pretty sure they wrote all the songs um, and they performed them live. So what you hear in the film is uh, live, I think. Okay. And then they recorded for the album as well. Oh my God, hiccups and burps, what's going on? Um, but yeah, so there's so much music in it. It's so good, such beautiful stuff. Um, really hard hitting songs, beautiful. Oh, I just love it. I just love it so much. Okay. Like, I can't, I'm not really putting my, my films in order, but if it was going to be in order, that would be on number one. I just know it. Mm-hmm. Same. I haven't really put mine in order as well, but one of my favourite films of all time, and I don't know if this is, is actually cheap. in this decade. Huh? It's in this decade. I'm not sure. I think it was 2008, but I didn't watch it until I was like 11 or 12. So that was in this decade. So I'm trying to loopholes, loopholes. If you know what, it's fine. Anyways, um, <laughs> so my first film is a musical. It's called Dream Girls, and it stars. Oh right, Beyonce. I love it. It's literally it's so amazing. It stars Beyonce, Jennifer Hudson, and I forgot who the third girl is. But yeah, basically, I know. Your favorite film, and you can't remember. <laughs> I'm a fake fan. What can I say? Okay, but yeah, if you don't know what it's about, it's basically about those three girls and their Motown singers, and their dream is to make it big. And then they get scouted by this guy who's played by Jamie Fox, and it's about yeah, Jamie Fox is amazing, and it's about basically their journey into the music industry and the ups and downs and like what it's like behind closed doors, the relationships they have. It's all about like, I think it's set in the 60s and it's about how black artists were doing at the time, all the struggles they had to face. Also feminism, all the struggles that women had to face in the music industry, the things they had to do to get their music heard. And yeah, it's just so interesting. And the soundtrack, oh my God. Listen, when I was 12, yeah, I used to walk around my house like singing, listen. You know, Beyonce, Jennifer Hudson, they ate those songs up, like, dead ass. like, it was just so inspiring. I've never, like, I've never been in a relationship or, like, had a singing career, but it made me feel like, do you know what I mean? You know when you listen to, like, Rihanna? So power. hmm hmm You feel like you're a singer and you've been through heartbreak. You hadn't, because I was 12, obviously, but I felt that story. <laughs> it was just it's interesting, interesting as yeah. well how we've both picked a, a film that highlights music as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really nice, I think, because obviously music's a big part of what we enjoy and what we love. So, I think that's quite interesting. That and again, like they're kind of similar. They're different because they're one's obviously about you know a female group uh, who are black, and then one's about this these two different characters who find each other. Mm-hmm. But again, they both highlight uh, how relationships work in the industry, how the industry works, how it can affect you, things yeah. that you get lost in and stuff like that. I think that's really interesting as a concept because I think, you know, everyone wants to be famous. Yeah. But when everyone gets there, it's like, is it actually as 
uh, glamorous as it seemed or you know there's a lot of issues I think people think you know once they're a celebrity like things don't affect you Mm. Um, so it's nice to look at them themes of like you know where these characters get lost and the struggles they face in celebritism I don't know what the word would be but you know what I mean yeah yeah definitely I think it's like particularly interesting to us as creative people because we can relate to those characters in a way like Mm. obviously we have an art that we're passionate about and we want to get out there and heard but we don't know the costs that come with it and obviously Mm. celebrity culture all of that yeah Yeah. so that's I think that's why it's interesting to us yeah and I think as well as artists like in the film where you, you know, in films where you see the struggles of like artists trying to produce things, trying to get their things out there, learning that, you know, they might have to do things they don't want to do or, you know, work for free or, you know what I mean? So it's like, even if they're little things, like we can still kind of relate to them as creatives ourselves. So so that's something I like to see. Um, I think it just reminds everyone that everyone's human as well at the end of the day, which is nice. I like that, Um, that we all have struggles which yeah. even if one mine's really small and one of the film's really big, like there's still struggles at the end of the day. So yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I like that concept. My next film, I'm just going to read through my list um, in order. So I ain't going to be like, um, you like I could, I could make like a more, a better order of like saying these, but I'm just going to go with how I wrote them out. Yeah. So my next one, is Spotlight. I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's on Netflix, I'm pretty sure, right now. Okay. It's a very intense film. Yeah. Very intense. So it's based on a true story, which I love. Um, Not that I love the story. The story's really horrible, but I mean, I love the story based on true life, like true events. Yeah. Because I find it so interesting. But basically, it's about... um, the Catholic Church and these journalists start to uncover that um, these kids in the in the Catholic Church are being sexually abused. Oh, oh my God, the film is so good, and it's got—is it Mark Ruffalo? Yes, the one who's, who plays Hulk. He's in it as well. And love it. <laughs> ah. um, but no, I can't. It was years ago that I've watched it, but like even though I can't remember everything in it, like it's still highlighted in my mind that that was such a good film. Um, Yeah, it it was just like, I knew obviously everyone kind of knows about the things that like there's jokes um, about the Catholic church and whatever, Yeah. but like to actually follow the story of how it uncovered, it was so interesting. And if that's something that you're interested in, um, finding out more about, that film's so good. Um, yeah, it's just interesting because it was these journal- journalists that uncovered it. Um, and I watched a documentary, a doc, a documentary recently called Athlete A, which is about like the American ath- uh, gymnastics kids, younger kids team, or whatever, however you want to call it, for the Olympics. Mm. Um, they how they got sexually abused by the medic. And again, they, it was uncovered by journalists. So it's really interesting, like, because sometimes I think people think of journalists as just like, oh, the sun, writing about Katy Perry or da-da-da-da, you know, what she's doing. Um, So I think that's what a lot of people think. But it was really interesting to see that other side of journalism, like, 
I know obviously there's like the news and they're journalists as well, but I think a lot of the time when people think of journalists, they think of like really cheesy or like mm-hmm. gossip stuff. Exactly. So it's really, really interesting to follow a story where they themselves are like, oh my God, what have we just uncovered? Like, mm. this is massive. Like, it, I think if I remember correctly, at the beginning, it seemed like it, um, it, was, it wasn't like, a big massive problem but the more and more they looked like the more they realized like damn this is a massive issue like this is going on everywhere mm. so again i'm saying I, I haven't watched this film in ages and i might actually go and watch it because i'm pretty sure it's on netflix but like um talk about like like interesting yeah so, so is it a documentary no it's a fi- it, it, it is a film just based on true events okay um, yeah so it's like I don't know how there may be some differences for uh, dramatize they want to dramatize it or whatever, but um, mm. they, it follows the story of these journalists who uncovered the um, the scandal in the Catholic Church. Mm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Would hundred percent recommend. Yeah, because I remember when all that stuff came out in the news as well. That's so mad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Give that watch. Okay. What have I got next on my list? Okay, the next film is called Blood Diamonds. And again, like that film, it's based on true events. Um, I believe it's based in Libya and it's basically about um, diamond mining and illegal diamonds and smuggling diamonds to America. Yeah, and that whole industry, that whole business. Who's in that? Is there anyone I'd recognise? I can't think of the film. Leonardo DiCaprio is in it. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's one of the he's the lead role. Right, you keep talking. I'm going to Google this. Okay, okay, yeah. But um, it's a really amazing film. It's basically it follows a guy and his son, and his village is attacked by rebels in the country that obviously are against the government. And those rebels um, kidnap children and men to work for them, mining diamonds, and then they illegally sell the diamonds to people in the West, like the US and the UK, for like to make wedding rings and for jewellery shops so they get for a cheaper price. And obviously the people that work to get those diamonds, they don't get paid correctly. So yeah, Mm. it's just a whole journey about how his life changed when all this unrest was happening in his country and it's all over diamonds. And Leonardo DiCaprio actually helps the main character. And he's a bad guy as well. He's a rebel, but he wants to help him get out of the situation because obviously he's lost his family and stuff. So they go on this like journey to find this massive diamond that's buried somewhere to sell it for money and split the money. But yeah, the things they go through, they almost get caught. They have to make deals with like rebels and terrorists and they almost get caught by the government. And it's all based on true stuff like this this illegal diamond, diamond mining happens in Africa a lot, as well as like other things like oil mining, gold mining, there's a whole industry behind it and there's dark sides to it. So it was really interesting to watch. And I watched it quite young as well, so 12 or 13. So I think when you watch something powerful, like even with Spotlight, if you watched it a while mm-hmm. ago, I think when you're younger, when you find out about mm-hmm. that stuff, it hits you harder. Cause you're like, yeah. Shit, this is happening in the world. And obviously mm-hmm. it's a bit dramatized, but yeah, it was really amazing. Yeah, yeah. Very gritty, very powerful. Very graphic, yeah. But yeah, so good. You know what? I've never heard of that film, but I, I just Googled it and I don't recognise it either. So I'm going to have to watch it because 
his uh, come on, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is always in good films. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's be honest. Mm. And because obviously, not that he's political, but he is political as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying all the films he's in are political, but like I feel like a lot of the times, sometimes he's in films that mean something or like um he wants to push a message or something sometimes that's how i feel someone's gonna be like that's rubbish but that's how i feel yeah no i agree yeah he definitely is okay my next film um i can't really remember the 100 percent of the main story but okay. again it was 2016 so what's that four years ago that doesn't seem that long but once you've been to uni I don't remember anything. Um, I'm sorry to that, man. So, basically, the next film I want to pick is The Nice Guys. The Nice Guys stars Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. And, oh, my God, what a film. I can't remember when it's set. I think it's, like, the 70s, I think it's set. I could get that could be completely wrong. I think it's meant to be set in the seventies because like the aesthetic and the clothing. Mm. And oh my god, it's just such a good film. It's so funny. It's like these two like detectives who are completely like different have to like band together um, to um, basically. There's this girl. So I'm reading like what Google says because I can't remember the exact thing. So basically, there's like a girl in hiding. Yeah. Um, and there's like hitmen and they've got to find her all this stuff and they're trying to find this person and it's just crazy it's such a good film um and oh my god russell crowe i think he tweeted something because my friend kira sent me something and it was like almost like a hint to like maybe there being another one and we were like oh my god please please god it's such a good film yeah it's sent in nine uh set in 1970s uh, Los Angeles and it says a mismatched pair of protective uh, uh, protective private eyes <laughs> <laughs> private eyes investigate a missing girl and the mystery death of a porn star such mm. a good film that sounds it's really so interesting funny. it's just so funny if you want to yeah. like not only is it funny you have to think about what's happening as well like you're trying That's to work cool. out with them what's going on because you don't know it's not straight up obvious um so that's such a good film and i love ryan gosling and russell crowe they they work so well together in the film yeah. and the daughter uh ryan gosling's daughter in it um she's really funny as well i'm sure it's the daughter she's really funny so it's a bit more of a compared to my last two films it's a bit more of a funnier kind of film um yeah there's not much I can say other than that, but definitely worth a watch. I'm not sure if it's on Amazon at the minute. Um, I don't think it's definitely not on Netflix. I don't think, but definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I I love a good like detective private investigator film, especially if it's funny as well. Because detective films they make you think because obviously you're working out what the mystery is. But when it's funny as well, that's just a cherry. They like hate each other at the beginning, so it's it's so funny. There's, um, I don't think this is much of a spoiler because I think when it came out, one of the teasers was them fighting. There's a scene where they fight. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's we, so funny. We love it. Enemies to friends trope. Yes, let's yeah. go. Okay, the next film on my list, and this is definitely like 
one of my top five films and it was released this decade for sure was Dear White People um yeah I think it's still on Netflix and it's just a really good film based in America I can't remember what the university is called but it's about a yeah yeah it's a series they turned they turned it into a series but it started off as a film first yeah it's got a lot of the same cast as well I think the lead actress has changed but that's about it yeah. yeah, it's an amazing film. Um, and it's about the different accommodations in an American uni. And there's one where it's like purely black students. Like if you apply to that uni and you're black, you're probably getting put in that accommodation. Like it's only oh, if you're okay. very rich, you get sorted into like different accommodations. But it's very, it's all about class and like race and microaggressions and people's opinions. And I think it's very much for a modern day audience. So mm-hmm. um well, actually, when I look back at it now, if I watch it in 2020, some things are a bit stereotypical, like even the way they portray black people, like loving chicken, talking about hair all the time and stuff. But I think it's important for a white audience because mm. dear white people for a start. So it's important for a white audience to understand those elements of black culture, which they wouldn't know a lot about as well. So the things that mm. black people would find annoying and what's okay and what's not okay and lines that you can cross and not cross and also the tensions that happen in a place like university especially when Mm. you have such a segregated like kind of area with the accommodation and stuff so yeah it's about one the main character Sam she's very vocal and she has a radio show and it's called Dear White People and a lot of people a lot of white people are like well why are you doing this why are you doing that we're not that bad and it's kind of like educating them on things that they wouldn't know about on things that they're not doing and the tensions that come through that so yeah yeah it's very very interesting and her relationships as well like as a black person you don't you it's kind of like telling you to practice what you preach a bit so yeah yeah. you're educating people on how to be better how not to discriminate but you also have to like practice that within yourself as well and educate yourself so yeah it's a very very interesting watch and the series that netflix are doing after that's even better because it's more updated it's more modern so yeah i definitely recommend that for sure yeah um, in terms of talking about like black excellence and black awareness, I have like um, black awareness, <laughs> like what's the right phrase? Like, um, I don't know. What is the right phrase? Like highlighting. I would, I would say black excellence, like highlighting black culture and. Black culture and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I have like, a, I think I had a couple. Let me, I had like a, yeah, I had like a couple in terms of like, whether that be director or the actual film. Mm-hmm. So I had a couple because mine go over 10, so I'll kind of band them together. So the first one was Black Panther. Yeah. Now, I feel like everyone kind of got a bit obsessed with black, you know, being black and going like Wakanda forever. Mm. Mm. Okay, let's chill now. You know? Relax, relax. <laughs> but I think in terms of the way that film was done, mm. the absolute excellence of the cast... And who they directed and, you know, you know, it's actually nice to see a film that is highlighting all these black um, artists, um, whether that, not just the actors, but the costumes they did. They actually looked at African tribes, didn't they, in uh, Africa and um, 
took different looks and like modernized it because that's the kind of Wakanda, isn't it? Like it is African, but it's almost like futurized. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Wakanda is, isn't it based off of something that is meant to be about like Africa futurized or some, something like that? Yeah, there is a subgenre. It's like Afrofuturism or something. Yeah, Afrofuturism, that's it. Yeah. So I just thought like, it's a good film anyway. It's just a good film. But in terms of like, just the details that were put into it and Mm. it was so nice reading afterwards about all these different looks and you know what it meant and I don't know I just that's one part that I wanted to do um was just highlight that because I just thought the costumes themselves were just amazing and yeah that was just great for me and then another one in terms of like black excellence uh uh the black clansman Yes, I watched that the other day. So good, good. Isn't it? It's a good yeah. film. Um, and if you don't know what it is, this film is literally about black excellence. I'm sure it's based on a true story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's basically about this uh, black uh, detective police officer, and he helps this white police officer infiltrate the KKK. But basically, it's I'm sure this black guy's basically telling him what to do. So it's actually like this black guy is actually infiltrating the KKK. Mm-hmm. And it's just a brilliant story. Um, and the shot, one of the shots at the end, you know where it's, it's like, oh, what is it? it's like the hallway at the end. That one oh, shot. That's yeah. iconic, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who directed it, but my friend was like, that's an iconic thing, I think, from that director. Just a brilliant film, how it's... It's just great. It's just a really great film, I think, for black excellence and mm-hmm. like highlighting the struggle because it really is about like the KKK, this absolute awful organization in America yeah. that's just been left to develop and fester and become something so ugly um, and it's never really gone unchecked. Um, my last one, my last one for uh, black excellence was Get Out and Us slash them too because jordan peele come on his films legend so so good the details in his films the you know the thing that i hear a lot is like yeah but why do we need black this why do we need black that well why do we need white this white that you know why can't we tell these stories led by black people exactly you know I think it's refreshing. I don't want to watch a story about a white person every day. Let's let's mix it up. Let's see some Mexican, Asian, black. Let's let's watch it all. I'm I'm not here just to see these white stories. So exactly to follow this, like I mean, Get Out is like literally the what a white nightmare, isn't it? Really, like this whole family that just like take these poor black people and just like. I don't know, like take them for themselves, and it's really weird. It's anyway, scary, yeah. It's so scary. Such a good film, and then Us is another brilliant film um, that has so many twists and turns, um, especially at the end with the characters and the flip of who is who is who. Mm. Brilliant again, just Jordan Peele as an actor, amazing. Um, those films that he highlights all these stories and artists i think is brilliant so that's my my like try to jack because i have like 13 films i'm sure so i tried to jack a couple together so that's 
that for me. Yeah. No, those are really good picks. I think, I think the only one I haven't watched was Us, but that does look amazing. I need to watch that. But yeah, especially with like Black Clansman. I love that film because mainly the aesthetics in it as well. Everything was so well shot. The colour grading, the, the shots they used, oh, it was yeah, a bit... It was I amazing. mean, the costumes as well. Honestly, the nostalgia, I just love it. And also, like, for Black Panther, like you said, it was a bit, like, overhyped. But I think the film itself was amazing. And one thing that people pointed out as well, it's one of the first films that shows Africa in a positive light, like, in a rich and, you know, developed way. And there are a lot of places in Africa which are rich and developed. It's not like the whole continent is the stereotype of poor and in need and in the developed. There are a lot of places that have like a developed society and life of their own going on so it was really nice to get a representation in mainstream media of that in africa so yeah those are amazing amazing films um okay what have i got next on my list i'm sure this might be on your list as well but this is a recent film last year we went to watch it together actually parasite so oh yes it is on my list yeah so we yeah. can both talk about mm-hmm. what, what were your initial thoughts like i still get like mind boggled thinking about it I mean, going into it, I didn't actually know like, much about the film. Mm-hmm. I just knew that it was like meant to be amazing. So I was like, okay, I need to go see this. And obviously, we quite enjoy Korean culture as well. So mm-hmm. it was just like something quite exciting that, to see in um, a Western society that this yeah. film is playing. Not many Korean or Asian films get into like Western um, cinemas. So when I first watched it, I really had no idea what was happening. Like, and then it's like, it ends up being like two films in one and you're just like, whoa, what is going on? It, it's so interesting. Like, I, I need to watch it again um, to just, because it, not that there's so much in it that you can't concentrate, but because there's so many things highlighted in it and so many things they discuss and the characters are just one thing that you could discuss, let alone the, the other family they live with. It's just really interesting. And obviously, um, how do you, who's the director? But, but... Um, oh, I don't want to mess up his name. Let me giggle it real. No, no, neither do I. Isn't it? I think it's Bo, Bo something, isn't it? Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. I know it was B.O. something. Bong Joon Ho. He, um, Wow, he his films usually have like political messages about like society and career. I think I read, so you know you can definitely see that in the film. You've got this really rich family and this like really poor family. It's just so interesting, like infiltrating this family. It's so interesting. Yeah, I don't know what you saw going into it. It was crazy because like when I ask people who I've seen it to describe it as well, like even if you ask me now to describe it, it's so hard to describe. Yeah, I, I don't know where you even start. Literally, there's so much going on. There's so much happening. Like if you ask someone what the film's about, they could give you like 10 different answers. And mm. it's one of those films as well that every time you go back and watch it, you notice something new. So I oh, think yeah. I've watched it a couple of times. And yeah, you always pick out things that, oh, this makes sense. Oh, that's why that's there. Yeah. So mm. it's crazy. And I think one of the things that like got everyone excited was the narrative. So like you said, it's like two films in one. Like, I don't think... He said, like, it's almost two scripts, isn't it? That's what we were saying. Me, 
Aisha and our friend Zoe, we all went to go see it together. And Zoe was saying, basically, like, it's almost two scripts. Like, you get halfway through the film and it's almost like they wrote a completely new script for another film. It still works, yeah. but it's like, it flips completely what happens. So it's very interesting. I think that's why people liked it so much and it's so popular because I don't think anyone's ever approached a film or a narrative like that. Because yeah. there's such a massive plot twist that it's so different. You're like, well, I, I need to know what happens next. And mm. it's just so crazy because it's so different, like the, the different mm. tones. Like it starts off as very domestic, yeah. Yeah, about a family with a plan, trying to do something. And then suddenly... It just it flips on its head, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but literally I walked out zero brain cells I was like what just happened it happened <laughs> literally no, no, it's such a good film um and you know it does talk a lot about class it is a lot about class um you know there's this poor family literally doing whatever they can and living in an absolute pigsty and you know there's like floods and stuff and they just live so badly and then you've got this rich family who are like they moan about so many things and mm-hmm. you know they just take their life for granted and this family's just like are you dumb <laughs> so it, it basically it's just so interesting i would 100 percent recommend yeah wow it, yeah i need to watch a couple more of his films um but i just need to find out where to watch them yeah Uh, that's the thing i think this film in particular is going to do a lot for foreign language films in the west because yeah like you said beforehand we don't we don't really have access to that but because this one was so big and so amazing hopefully in the future yeah Yeah. i hope so but yeah i want to watch more of his films as well because i heard he's really good okay My next film that I'm going to pick, I'm kind of going down the list, but um, I kind of picked one that, there's kind of one and two together again, but I just picked one that was very impactful um, in the last, I'm not saying that it's the best film, but it's one that like kept me on my edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. Infinity War slash Endgame. Okay. Endgame was a bit long, but like it's kind of almost one film really, because it's like a continuation. Mm-hmm. So films wow oh my god <sighs> characters dying left right and center and i can't be dealing with all this insane insanity it's really crazy oh my god the the villain thanos oh my god what what a villain what a villain mm-hmm. some people say their favorite character was thanos just because mm-hmm. of how incredible the villain was and i was just there's just so many elements and so many characters. I feel like they did so well mm-hmm. to highlight them and follow all the different stories without it becoming boring or too much. I mean, Endgame, the beginning could have probably been cut down half an hour because it was like three hours long. Yeah. But it was worth it just to see the end of that film mm-hmm. because when you get to the end of that film, it's like, wow, this is what we were waiting for this is the end game literally um and it was and then obviously like that's the end of an era almost with marvel now isn't it we've got not to spoil it obviously if you haven't watched it by now then where have you been but that's on you that's your problem that's on you obviously certain characters have died um so that means their story ends um so new characters are getting films and Mm -hmm. 
oh, it's just really weird. Like, it makes me realize how old I'm getting. I mean, I'm not old, but you know what I mean? It makes me realize how old I'm getting because these are characters I've seen through my childhood upwards and now they're gone and we're starting a new era in Marvel. And I'm like, wow, that is so strange. Mm -hmm. So that was something I felt I had to put on my list just because I was so excited to see the films and it left you on such a cliffhanger in Infinity War that I don't think I couldn't have put it in the list as like something that was not impactful politically, but impactful on like the characters that I wanted to see. And um, yeah, and I saw, how many times did I watch Endgame? I think it was like three times. Yeah. And I yeah. cried every time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, yeah. I went to see it with you as well. I remember at the end you were just in tears. I was like, Lucy, you were just sat there like, just in tears. <laughs> <sighs> oh yeah, yeah. so. Um, that was one I wanted to definitely put on my list. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like those films as well, in particular, Cultural Reset, everyone was talking about those films. Like, oh, yeah. all over Twitter, the memes that came from it. Like, oh, yeah, I was so yeah. pissed. Like, everyone talking about clicking and, yeah, I was like, what's all these memes? What does it all mean? So then we finally went to go. And I just thought, because I confession i've never really been into like marvel like super natural superhuman stuff but obviously everyone was talking about this and when black panther came out i started to see the hype and stuff i really enjoyed that film so when this came out i was like oh my god and i haven't even watched all the the the, the other universe films or the backstories of all the characters but even Mm -hmm. from my perspective i could still enjoy it because it was just so crazy and so rich in the story and the characters has such a good connection so impactful wasn't it just just people who wouldn't even normally go to see it were seeing it. And if people were fans of it, they were seeing it like three, four, five times. Like it made so, I'm sure it made so much money at box office. Oh, imagine, like, yeah. I think the first like couple of days were like completely booked out and everything. Like it was so impactful. Mm. And I remember I went, I'm sure I went like one of the first couple of days it was out or whatever. And I remember sitting in the audiences and everyone was like, <gasps> like in the film, everyone was like shook. Everyone was like interacting together. We were all out there feeling the same things at the yeah. same time. It was mad. So yeah, it was so impactful. So impactful. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. so crazy. Honestly, I wonder, I, I don't keep up with the Marvel like universe. So I wonder what they're yeah. going to do next and how they're like going to mm-hmm. continue on. But I th- I know they're doing the origin story for Black Widow. Okay. And, and I don't know if they're going to do anything for Hulk. I think they're going to do stuff for the, um, for the Ant-Man, I think. Um, I think they're definitely doing another Guardians of the Galaxy. They're doing another Thor film, Love and Thunder, it's called. Cool. Um, I think they're doing another Black Panther movie as well. Oh, That's so all I know, cool. I think. Yeah, you you'll have to educate me and all the history and stuff, and I need to go. Oh, even I'm not on. even that up to date with it all. Really? Like, some people are like, I know the order. It's Winter <laughs> Soldier. Then it's this. Then it's this. And I'm because the the order they come out in doesn't necessarily mean that's the order of the the timeline. Oh my god, that's you know what I mean. So yeah. Infinity War happens, but then after Infinity War, it could have been the Ant Man or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I know that's not right, but. Do you know what I mean? It's just because of the way they come out. It doesn't necessarily mean that it follows the timeline. So, like, Black Widow's film's about to come out, and spoiler alert, she dies in um, 
Endgame? Infinity War? One of the, no, it's Endgame. She dies in Endgame. So, you know, it doesn't follow the timeline. So her story will come before Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, it's, a, ugh, it's hard, man. It, it sounds like so much to... Yeah, it's so much work. And then obviously the first Captain America movie, that's set like way before any of the films because that was set in like the war. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's too much for me. It's too much. I remember we watched that together as well, didn't we? Captain America. You don't like yeah. it, do you? I remember you were kissing her out. Oh, no, no. Uh, that's... that's um. Was it Captain America? Oh, no. Who was it? I'm getting them mixed up. I remember someone, one of the characters. No, I know. That's because I don't like her, so I remember the name. Yeah, yeah. Marvel, Captain Marvel, that's it. Yeah. Captain Marvel, oh, yeah, but her story's before as well because hers is set. But yeah, I don't like her. I just felt they made her so, like. I mean, like, I know, I I understand, like, she doesn't remember her past and stuff, but she was so blank and it was so, like, it was like watching a piece of paper. Like, I was like, oh. Give me something, please. Give me an emotion. Like, yeah, like, yes, give us nothing. Like, obviously, I understand it's like a really powerful woman, da, 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 but I just, I felt it felt, it felt a bit flat for me. Um, yeah. And it's not because she's a woman, because everyone's like, oh, woman, da, da, da. It's not because of that. It's just, I think the way she was written, it wasn't for me. Yeah. It wasn't for me. Fair yeah, enough. So it's, yeah. a, it's a long storyline, the, the Marvel Universe. It is long. Mm. That's insane. That's definitely something I need to um, catch up on. But yeah, okay. Next film. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but I really love it. It's a bit cliche. A lot of people don't like it. It's The Greatest Showman. It's another musical. I've seen it still. You know that, right? No. Oh my God. No. It's so good. I love it. Oh, we're going to watch it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it with you. And then no one does. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, we'll sort it out. We'll do like a um, okay. Netflix party or something. All right, but, sick. Okay, I'll try and do no spoilers then. But basically, it's based on a circus that happened ages ago. I think in like the 1600s and... Oh, that's not true, but ages ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible with dates and names. Why are you lying? I'll find, I'll find out the date for you. Yeah, but um, it's about this guy and he wants to build a circus, but obviously... It's like no one believes in him, so he's trying to find people. And he it's a bit, I wouldn't say offensive, but it's about empowering people. So he's looking for freaks and weirdos, like the bearded woman, like dwarves and stuff like that, and building a circus off them and so people can come see them. And their stories as well of like finding themselves and loving themselves. And obviously it had like subplots. So like Zendaya, she was a trapezist I think is the name and she falls in love with a white guy Zach Efron who is the main circus man's like partner business partner and yeah it's just like loads of different storylines it's a really pure film and it's all about self-empowerment and self-love and stuff and again killer soundtrack I'm sorry yeah rewrite the stars the greatest show like I bop some of those songs on a daily like literally I think okay. it's set uh, uh, um, in the 1800s. Yeah. Uh, 1850. Okay, yeah, that sounds all right. But yeah. Yeah, that's what I. Sorry, it's not really coming up very easy on Google. I don't know why. 
I don't know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's about a lot of different things. And there was a lot of issues at that time as well, like with racism and like sexism and like people working and people didn't believe in him building the circus. But yeah, it's all about self-empowerment. I think it's a great film for kids as well to see, yeah. even though you're different, that's special, that's good and empowering. And yeah. 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 There's nothing like that specifically stood out about it. Just overall, it's a really good overall film. Yeah, yeah feel good. Like, yeah. Feel good film. Cool. Mm. I love a good feel, feel, feel good film. Yeah. I haven't watched it. It's one of those things I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. And then I just never get around to it. Mm. it it's and definitely worth it. That, like, I'm that person that's really like, I resist mainstream really bad yeah, so if yeah. Like, oh my god you've got to watch it i'm like nah, nah. i don't want to watch it i'm, I'm good like, nah. yeah. nah, i'm good i don't feel like and everyone's like oh, no but you need to and i'm like mm, do i mm. <laughs> you're that one so, I'm, I'm that one person um okay so i'm changing it up okay my, my next film is um searching which is now on netflix so, brilliant film. It's about this girl who goes missing and the dad has to find out where she is and, like, he tries to find out, like, what's happened. Um, and it's all through, like, a max screen, the film. Oh, all of it. Yeah. It was, like, searching on the computer, looking at stuff, and she was on, like, like almost like Chat Roulette or Amigo. Like, she was on those things or... Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. You're literally, like, on the edge of your seat the entire film. Like, what is going to happen? Like, he's trying to find his daughter, and then he thinks she might... I'm sure at one point he thinks she might have been killed, or she's got finds out that she goes to this location, or she was seeing this person. Oh, my God. And at the end, there's a plot twist, and it's like, oh, my God. And there's a detective in it. but you, It's all through the screen, so, like, almost like... Literally, like, looking at a computer screen the entire film... Oh, oh it's so it's such a different setup. Like it's so refreshing to see something a bit different. Um that came out about a maybe two years ago or something, or a year or a year ago. I think I remember seeing the trailer for it actually. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Um, not really famous actor in it. Um don't know his remember his name. But he's quite he's he's been in quite a few uh things. Let me see if we can get his uh name up searching movie it was really good um yeah it came out 2018 and um uh john john co yeah 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 this dude yeah he's the main character there's not that many characters in it really interesting um if you want something a bit different and it's almost like um Searching the web, uh, thriller, mystery, definitely check it out. It's really good. Mm. Very good. That sounds really interesting, especially when you said it's all set on a computer screen because mm. we spend so much of our time looking at screens. So check, watch a whole film through that perspective. That sounds really yeah. good. Yeah. Just watch it. 100%. It's on Netflix. It literally just came on like the other day, I think. So. Mad. Okay, I'll add it to my list for sure. Um, yeah, okay, so the next film on my list is, it's a Rachel McAdams rom-com. You can't go wrong with a Rachel McAdams rom-com. It's called Begin Again. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. You know I'm terrible with names, so you, you, you tell me about it and I'm going to Google it. It's just, it's a, another feel-good film. It's really sweet and it's basically about this guy and his dad tells him that 
the men. I hope this is not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. The, the um, his dad tells him that the oh, men of his family. No, I don't think so. Begin again. Yeah. Begin. Bruh, who's Ma- that? Oh, mad. Yeah. Oh yeah. shoot. Okay. I got the names mixed up with my another film on the list. My oh. bad. <laughs> what I tell you? What? When I tell you I have no brain cells, I really mean it. Okay, what film are we talking about? I'm talking about About Time. My bad. Okay. Oh, I love that film. Yeah. Honestly, I like Beginning Again as well. But yeah, this film is one of my favourite films. Because I think it's such a... <laughs> it's such we get a rewind. Skirt. Um, yeah it's such a unique storyline such a unique idea um that his dad tells him that the men in his family have the ability to travel back in time and it's about how he uses that in his everyday life and you know modern uk he's searched for love he wants a girlfriend he's trying to pursue a career all of this mm-hmm. and he comes across dilemmas in like time traveling so he has a kid but then his sister gets in a, into an accident so he's like can I go back? But if I go back, I won't have my kid. I won't have the same kid. So it's really interesting. And the main yeah. character, he's like this quirky guy, British guy. He's very relatable. He's very funny. And obviously the love interest, the main woman is Rachel McAdams. And she's just amazing. I love her so much. She's amazing. She seems like a nice person as well, don't she? Honestly, yeah. I started watching that other film you recommended, Game Night, that she's in. That's oh, it's really funny. funny. So funny. Yeah. yeah. Such a funny film. I love that film. Yeah, it's so good. She's yeah. amazing. It's such a good film. It's such a good film. It's about like consequences, isn't it? Of like, yes, like it's almost like things are meant to happen, and you're not meant to mess with things. Like they happen for a reason. Exactly. Um, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, very sweet film. Definitely recommend it if you're just feeling nostalgic or you just want to cheer a nice, relaxed, feel-good film. Yeah, yeah, definitely recommend. Hundred percent. My next one, I'm switching it up. Go on. I don't, know my, I don't know how far we've got with the numbers, by the way, because obviously mine's over. So, But um, my next one is John Wick. Oh my, The John Wick, come on. It's just, they're just good. For, like, come on, Keanu Reeves are just... Oh, I love Keanu Reeves. It's just, it's not like, like the best film ever, but they're just such good films. Like, like who, who can't relate to, like, if someone killed your animal, like, you're going for blood, like, come on. Like, they kill his dog. Like, what the hell? They kill a puppy. What the hell's wrong with y'all? That's horrible. What the hell's wrong with y'all? He loses his wife, and then he gets a dog to, like, have something around, and they fucking kill his dog. Like, shit's going down, okay? Listen. It's just a good film for action. Like, I think he pretty much does all of his stunts as well, which is just incredible. Um, And the last one that... I think it was John Wick 3... There's a horse in it, and they 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 did it through New York. I'm pretty sure, and he had to learn to like get on and like be off on the side of the horse while the horse is galloping. He had to learn all this, just incredible in terms of like action films, like just amazing. Um, and each story, it's not like it's got the most complex, gripping, gritty story, but it's got decent stories. Um, and good characters, good actors in it. It's just a good film um, for action. Because um, action films can be a bit pants, to be honest. But um, 
it just keeps you gripped because the action scenes in it and the fight scenes are like top tier chef's kiss so that's just one i had to sneak in there because obviously i loved keanu reeves as well like actual angel on this earth keanu reeves absolute king yeah he's an angel he's had such a hard life bless him like his actual actual life is so sad like i'm pretty sure his wife died something or and like listen i'll send you a video in a bit of like why his life has been so sad and you're gonna be like oh my god we must protect this man honestly he lost his like best friend as well i think to suicide and oh it's so sad you watch this video and you'll be like oh my god absolute angel that's crazy john wick it's a must walk i need to watch that i love a good action film so my next one is a film called The Little Death. Or I think it's got another, another name. Yeah, because I think it's on Netflix, but it's called A Funny Kind of Love. Yeah, and basically, it's all about... Um, it follows the story of those different couples and different stages of their relationship. And it's all about sex and their sexual relationships. And, like, it's a comedy. And it talks about, like, fetishes and, like... Um, yeah marriage counseling and like failing relationships and like meeting people for the first time and it really like destigmatizes and like breaks stereotypes on like sex and sexual relationships and consent and it's just hilarious it's so funny like Mm. one couple are trying to have a baby but they're struggling so it's how they like try and you know conceive and their schedule Mm. of fitting it around their work life and like talking to the family about it and one couple are like exploring fetishes and like lines to cross and like role play and it's so funny yeah mm. and it's hilarious there's this one scene as well I'll share it with you because it, it follows just one couple so I'm not really spoiling those but um it's this woman and she works for a company called Video Relay and basically she translates phone, phone calls to um, sign language for deaf people and this guy called yeah, it's really interesting. Oh, no. I know this guy. <laughs> he calls and he rings a sex line and she's so uncomfortable because she has to translate what the woman is saying on the phone. Yeah, it just, it puts into perspective, like, sexual relationships and, like, romance. And... Yeah, yeah, in a way that you don't really think about it. And I think it's not, not good for kids, but, like, young people growing up see, yeah. like, see it from different perspectives because I think it's something we don't usually think, think we're about given, like one thing in media like we're given like one thing relationships are it's mm-hmm. nice to see like as well like normalizing that people like fetishes fetishes uh some people struggle to conceive like having these different things like that are actually normal mm-hmm. like actually in a film like not everything is van- as vanilla or as straightforward as everyone likes to believe so it's nice that there's films out there that highlight things healthily as well. Yeah, that's uh, the thing, yeah. You know, more realistic as well. It's mm-hmm. nice. I like that. I've not seen it. I'll have to watch it. It's amazing. I think you'll like it. It's really, it's hilarious as well. It's so funny. The it's way like a sex education it. in a way, like. Yeah, yeah. It's got that kind of vibe of like education and like struggles and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think not a lot of people know about it. It came out quite a while ago, probably early 2010s, 11s. 2014 it came out. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Really good film. 
Cool. Yeah. My next film, switching it up again. Um, I was going to put more Jake Gyllenhaal films in here because I like his film Nightcrawler. That's a brilliant film. But I wanted to put in Prisoners. I think it's Prisoners or Prisoner. Um, it is on Netflix at the minute. Um, oh my God, please watch it. Oh my God. So good. It's about um, this kid that goes missing. And it's about the dad who is played by... Oh, what's his name? The guy who plays Wolverine and he's in The Great Showman. Oh, oh. Ah. I know the guy. Oh, I know the guy. What's his name? <laughs> it's so like it's such an iconic name as well. Like, why can't I think of it? Yeah. Here, I'm gonna get it up. All right. Oh my god, Hugh Jackman. Come oh, on. Cool. <laughs> yeah. The Hugh Jackman's in it, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Jake Gyllenhaal is the um detective and uh Hugh Jackman is playing the character of the father who his kids gone missing. And it's just like the length of, it's about the lengths that parents will go to to protect and find their children mm. and then it's this detective who's trying to make sense of this crazy situation and oh, the ending if you don't like endings that are like it's, it, it ends with um an answer but it also ends with a question so if you don't like films like that don't watch it mm-hmm. um but I'm not usually someone who likes films like that, but I actually really enjoyed it and I wanted to know what happened, but I guess it's up to, up to you to decide what happens. Yeah. Um, I think it is anyway. I'll watch it. I'll rewatch it and I'll be like, Oh no, the end is fine. But I think that that's how it ends. Or I think I remember how it ends. And um, just, just a great film, great actors again, great storyline. Um, and yeah, that's all I can really say about that. But I really, really, really enjoyed it when I was watching it. I had to go on the list. Um, I, I only watched it last year, but loved it. Loved yeah, it. definitely. I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out because I love a good family film, especially like you've got that parent and child connection, mm-hmm. and obviously your parents yeah. are so protective. Mm. But like the actual lengths that he goes to in the film, you're watching, you're like, oh my god. Like, even I was talking to my mum about it, and she was like, you know, she's always like, you know, if some someone had took you or, you know, she was like, you know, I would be this psycho to find you, right? So it's so interesting because obviously I can't speak from that experience as I'm not a parent, but like, especially people that have kids or um, have maybe siblings or whatever uh, that are younger than them watching that film is quite interesting to see like what do you think you'd go that far yeah that's Great crazy film. that's crazy and then with endings like that as well like i have a love-hate relationship with it because it makes you think yeah. and it's very like stimulating but when obviously you don't know the answer you like yeah what happens yeah yeah good yeah. very good i'll definitely check that out okay next on my list is... how many have you got left Two, so I've got this one and one more, but the last one is Moonlight because you reminded me of it at the start. So okay, I just right, added right. it on. Cool, 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 cool. All right, I have um, I have one, I have two left. We're okay. good. Nice, we're good. Yeah, I'm Okay, so this one is Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Like- oh my god, why are you stealing my films? What's going on? <laughs> I'm sorry. Take it back, take it back right now. It's a lie. Okay, we'll go up and talk about it then. Right, you go, you go, you go. 
okay like i said before i wasn't really into like superhero stuff marvel all of that but obviously there's a massive hype around this as well and obviously the um, the main character is black so i was like yes representation let me go check it out great soundtrack obviously oh my god yeah that post Malone song, iconic. Everyone knows that song. It's such a vibe. We love it. We love it. But yeah, it's just, again, so wholesome, the story. Mm. Like, he's it's just quiet. so good, isn't it? Yeah, so I can't good. even pinpoint a specific bit. Just the whole story and the companionship and the other Spider-Man. Like, I don't remember... So struggles a family isn't it as well like yeah i won't spoil it because it actually hasn't been out that long it's been out like maybe a year or a year and a half maybe probably mm-hmm. something like that yeah but it's also about like how the family works because there's like a hatred for spider-man and there's like enemies that arise that you didn't expect and it's about these relationships and it's also about like discovering who you are, I think, as well. Like he yeah. starts to discover who he is, and starts to once he starts believing in himself that he can do the things. That's when it all kicks off as well. So it's such a good film, I think, for younger people as well, because mm-hmm. it's it's about like discovering yourself, and um, it's a very empowering film, I think, um, for younger people, especially that like that universe. So. Marvel, I think it's another great film and animation. Oh my god, so good! Insane, so good. They, um, I think there's something special about the animation. I read, um, can't remember what it said, but something about the frame rate, it's almost like comic style. Yeah, how they did frame rate or something. I'm sure that's how they did it, but again, just the way they animated it. Oh, so good, so good. They're bringing out another one as well. Um, I think it's 2022. Okay. Next one's coming out, so yeah. I'm excited for that. That's sick. But yeah, honestly, it's such a good film. And again, great for young people to get that perspective, believing in yourself. Obviously, when you grow up, obviously not everyone's going to be Spider-Man, but you're changing, you're growing. It's about recognising that in yourself mm. and believing in yourself and learning about yourself. And yeah, mm. another feel-good film. Yeah, really good. I, I really enjoyed it. And obviously... um again talking about the animation like they're bringing different characters as well from like different universes for spider-man and you you see like such a range of artistry um and i remember i got to see the first 30 minutes of the film um at comic-con if you went in the room and you got a seat you got to watch the first 30 minutes of the film and uh, the actor was there who played miles who did the voice for him and they did or like Q&A and stuff really interesting so it feels more personal to me because I got a little bit of an insight to it as well mm-hmm. but um yeah they worked really hard on it um because even it wasn't even that far off like the film day and they were like you'll see at some points in the movie not all the scenes are finished um but anyway yeah so it was so cool because you got to actually see like how things are done before like they have to draw like the person and then they have to animate really interesting that's so cool that's so cool amazing soundtrack's pen as well let's not lie honestly again bops i think i think this list if anything it just shows how much taste we have like not to toot our own horns but the soundtracks (laughs) for these films (laughs) 
Do you know what I mean? Mad. <laughs> oh, Black Panther as well. That soundtrack was sick. Sorry to go yeah. back, but uh, Kendrick Lamar did a whole album for it. So insane, insane. Ah. Okay. What we got next? Well, I do my final one, and then you do your final one. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. My final one on my list is Inception. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think that film is so good. Mm-hmm. Um. Some people not, might not agree with me, but I just love the depths of the film. And some people have to watch it like three times until they understand like, what's going on. And I got it. The first time I watched it, I got it. Um, I haven't watched it in ages, so don't quote me on anything I'm about to say. But just the depths to it. And like, if you want a film where you've got to concentrate, but it's so interesting. That's definitely a film you've got to watch. But um the ending oh my god it's one of them films like if you can't cope with an open ending do not watch it because oh my god i was like yeah at the end and i was like oh my god it's like this whole thing that he's been like that he's what he's wanted this so badly but then it isn't what it seems that we find out at the end oh mm. oh god it messes me up man it's one of those trippy films it's one of them films where it's like, you know, if it's on, you can just like, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. Not yeah. like, it's not one of the films that you can't concentrate on, but it's just a good film. So, you know, if it's available, it's always a good one to stick on if you want something to concentrate and have a little flavour. Yeah. But I just, I just really enjoy that film. I just think it's interesting in, in for me, in terms of like writing stories and directing stories i just think because there's so many elements and it's so complex like that must have taken so much effort and time to film shoot write so for me i think it's something i really appreciate yeah so. oh, i just thought of another film that was amazing i'll mm. say it and I'll, I'll, I'll put it as you know like mojo tv like on youtube and it's like top 10 it's like here's some um i don't remember yeah, honorable mentions. I'll do that next. <laughs> no, love, it. love it, professionalism. The thing is, yeah, with Inception as well, I've only watched it once. I need to rewatch it, like from an mm. older point of view, so I can like understand it more. Because the first time I watched it, yeah, I didn't get it, and I wasn't interested. I was like, "What's going on?" And I just, I don't even think yeah. I finished it because I was so young. But um, yeah, I didn't appreciate storylines. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go back and rewatch it, especially like from a media student point of view, couldn't understand all the, ah, <laughs> understand all the storylines and the characters and stuff. So yeah, I think that's going to be a good one for sure. Okay. My last one is Moonlight. And I only watched this recently, like probably two or three weeks ago. So I'm still like, it takes me a while to like develop an opinion. I don't know if this is just mm-hmm. me to like fully understand. Yeah. <laughs> I watch a film and I'm like, I like it or I hate it, but, I don't know why until I think about it for a while. So yeah, it was a really good film. It basically follows this young black boy through like three different stages in his life. So when he was a kid, when he was a teenager, when he was an adult, and it's about him dealing with his sexuality and it has um, issues of internalized homophobia and um, stories of his home life as well. His mom is a drug addict and the different people he meets throughout his life. So he meets one character who becomes like a father figure, but um, yeah, all the characters kind of clash and overlap and it becomes a lot for him. So it's just about his journey and 
and grow enough and finding himself and accepting himself as well, going back to his roots and and picking damage that happened to him when he was younger. So I think it's yeah. really powerful. And it's important to a lot of communities. So it's important to the black community and the homophobia that goes on in that community. And also to the LGBTQ plus community and how to deal with it, how a gay person deals with it within themselves. So yeah, it's just so interesting because I think it's a perspective that we don't really see a lot of. And especially throughout the three stages of his life. So when he was a kid, like knowing that he's different but not knowing how and then trying mm. to own it for our adolescence then in his adult ugh, adulthood like yeah. know, dealing with it then and accepting it so yeah, yeah it's just really powerful and the ending mm. as well it's kind of it's not an open ending but there's no like solid the end yeah. this happened and that was it it's just kind of like yeah that's his this life, is now. life yeah yeah, yeah. So it's really powerful. It's one film that for ages I've been meaning to watch. Like, I know it's a good film. Like, everyone says it's a good film. It's one of them ones I was like, oh, if I catch it, I'll catch it. Like, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get to catch it one day. And then mm. I never do, and it frustrates me. Mm-hmm. But um, I just thought of two honourable mentions, okay. and I won't go into much detail, but the first one for LGBTQ+, we saw together, was Love, Simon. I just yeah. think it's a good story for young people. Um, it just follows somebody who you know, is is gay and he hasn't really come out, even though his surroundings would probably accept him and not be as bad, it's still absolutely terrifying for him to come out and it's about finding love and just a lovely story. Um, and my second one would be um, the latest Harley Quinn film and I think it's like The Birds, is it like, I can't remember what it's called. Let me put it in. Harley. Harley Quinn. It's like the. It's got a really. A Birds of Prey. But it's got. Yeah. It, it's Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Um, I think it says and da 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 da. Like it's a really long name. Um, but I just thought it was such a good woman film. Like we are powerful. Um, and people got mad. People got pressed over this film. Like men were getting pressed over this film, you know? Oh, God. Um, yeah. Because, you know, in uh, Suicide Squad, she looked really sexy. But in this film, she just fucking wore whatever. She didn't care. And mm-hmm. all these characters are all women. And they were all incredible and all had their own power. And it was just great. It was just a good, like, funny film. Um, that was relatable her character's relatable she's quirky she's kooky um and you have to deal with this crazy bad bad guy um i think it's black mask um played by um oh god in in (laughs) the guy who's in um uh train spotting that's not in McCallum. What the hell am I talking about? You uh, and McGregor, that's it. Yes, you yeah. Um, and McGregor, he's he's crazy in it. Just a good film. Thought it was for like powerful women films. That's a cool recent one that I can think of. So yeah, I know I've got a lot of a lot of um, Marvel and DC in there because that's DC. But that's actually one of the really good DC films because yeah. there's not many. <laughs> 
Not many. Not that great. Oh man, I have no that's idea. Justice League. Oh my god, let's not go there. Man. CGI. Oh my god, you could do better CGI. Uh, Aisha, just Oof. mad. Oof. That's crazy. Mad. But um, yeah, Birds of Prey. I heard that was really good. That's one I definitely need to watch. But one thing I will say is, again, the soundtrack is insane. There's one oh, yeah. song from it that I love. I think it's by Normani Diamonds. Such is a good song. Oh. With Megan Thee Stallion, so good. Yeah, so good, so good. But yeah, I guess that brings us to the end. You got any, any honourable mentions? Do you know what? This video is going to upload on Friday, and I'm going to think of ten more for sure. Yeah, I don't think I will. But no, not other than that. I think I mentioned some of the key ones, ones that really impacted me in the past decade, growing up and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. So this brings us to our last five minutes, where we do our little. Um, mention of a business, an idea, someone uh, or an area that needs help. So Aisha's taking this one this week. So I'll, I'll let you go off. Yeah, for sure. One thing that we wanted to bring attention to that you might have seen like going around on social media is the humanitarian crisis in Yemen. Um, yeah, it's crazy what's happening over there. They think that after COVID-19, the country is going through so much that it might even be wiped off the maps because they're going through so much internal conflict and humanitarian famine. issues, famine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. insane. But yeah, they've been dealing with internal con- conflict in the country for a while, but it's gotten really bad since 2015. And then now with the added pressure of COVID-19, it's put yeah. more pressure on the country and the economy. Um, only half the health facilities in the country are functioning and the majority of those don't have enough equipment like masks and gloves and oxygen to treat corona patients. Um, Those people don't have enough food, there's not enough water and the people there are really struggling. So um, yeah, we just wanted to talk about that and educate people that may not know about it. And yeah, because I think it first got big on social media a while ago, a few weeks ago, but it's kind of died down. Died down a bit now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Keep that conversation going. Keep reminding people that it's still happening and reminding people there's ways that you can help. So obviously there's loads of different donation links. There's a card link that has like loads of different places you can donate. So we'll put that in the description. But also if you can't give money, um, I'm sure you've seen with the Black Lives Matter movement as well, there's YouTube videos you can stream um, and all the ads from there will go the money yeah, from that will go to um uh organizations that yeah. will help yeah yeah directly that's a great way to help and also just awareness so keep up to date with it see what's happening in the developments um share it on your social media as well so people that you know that might not know about it yeah. um can know about it and obviously when the time comes for us to vote or we have an opportunity to speak about something, that's something we can yeah. bring up to our leaders to help because obviously they have massive impact as well. So we'll put all yeah. the links, yeah, we'll put all the links to that where you can learn about it, read about it, donate in the description. But yeah. yeah. Cool. So make sure to check out the description and also something that we haven't been doing, which we probably should, uh, is direct you all to our social medias. So. Yeah. If you haven't come from our social media, then you'll probably need to know where our social media is. So we have Twitter Twitter and Instagram currently. So on Twitter, I think it's the same for both. Um, I'm going to double check. For Twitter, it's uh, wakeup underscore podcast. And I'm pretty sure Instagram's the same. So let me just double check. Yeah, it's the same. Mm-hmm. So for Instagram, 
and Twitter. It's uh, at wakeup underscore podcast. So um, we do little teasers, we do little photos, and we're going to do some more interactive stuff on Twitter, ask you what you want to see, do some polls. And um, we always put a photo with um, links and stuff uh, of where to go to the people we're trying to support in the episode or anything important we mentioned or any videos we mentioned and we want to share. So if you want to go to any of those, please check them out. They'll all be in the description as well. Um, so yeah, make sure to go down to the description because there'll be all the info you need for our socials and uh, to help uh, Yemen. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's been a good one. Mm-hmm. It's been a long um, one, yeah. I guess. It's, been, it's always long. Um, you know, when always. we started this podcast, we were like, oh, how long do we want our episodes to be? We were like, 30 minutes max. <laughs> yeah, they're always long. We just talk so much stuff, you know what I mean? We talk so much yeah, crap. We do. Um, we do talk so much. That's probably my fault. I talk a lot. But, um, yeah, basically, I'm glad that you've joined us again. Um, and... I'm gonna get ready because I'm gonna come over and see you. Hey. We're gonna get food. We're, we're gonna oh, eat yeah. out to help out. Make sure we you're eating out. To help out, out guys. Don't we're worry. Out the economy. Make we're sure you're out the eating economy. out. We're eating out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm excited to come get yeah. some sushi. I have to leave soon because um, our table's booked. Um, I need to get to you so we get to the table. So, so we gotta go, guys. We gotta go, go, go. Um, What's up? Thanks again, everyone. Yes, thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, make sure to check out the links in the description. Make sure to like this video and subscribe if you haven't already. And yeah, we will see. So we have a. um, We're gonna sort our podcast out so you can listen on Spotify and listen on SoundCloud very soon so watch out on our social medias for that information yes yes i will see you all in the next episode